Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the 1% Growth Series. Today, we're going to be taking a look at July 16th, 2023. What a Sunday it was. The story that I'd like to share is is one of, uh, it's a little, I say, funnily, um, triggering, but it's also a lot of lessons that I learned looking back on it. So, me and my friends, me and three friends, were planning to do a hike, and we wanted to find a place that we'd never been to before, so we went to Uwari National Forest, about an hour and a half drive east, mostly, of Charlotte. So, this was with three Charlotte friends, um, a couple of different friend groups, but bringing them together, and I was the one driving them, picking up a couple of people, and... One person came over to my place and we drove together. And it was quite a journey. So four of us in my car. So let me just uh, give a backstory about the previous night. So um, I left my job at TU Laundry and I was looking for a little extra cash. And so I was doing DoorDash and Uber Eats for a few weeks after I left my job. And... The Saturday evening, the night before, um, uh, my check engine light came on, and I was like, "Ah, that's fine. Like, it's like it's too late to check it out now. Most places are closed Sunday, so I'll just check it out after we drive over to the place and come back, and I'll give it to the shop on Monday." So I'm like, "Okay, that's fine. Um, it would have been too much of a hassle to like replan this event or have someone else drive." And two other people didn't have cars to begin with. So, <clears throat> ended up picking up these people, drove the hour and a half out to Wari National Forest. We did the hike. It was a great hike. Um, it was flat the entire way. It was just around a lake. Um, but it was time that I could spend with each of those people. Um, they could spend with themselves. And we had a really good conversation throughout the couple hour hike. So we got there probably by like 10, 30, 11, did the hike um, for a couple hours. And it was about 12.31 by the time that we finished up. And it was hot. You know, this is July. It's humid right next to a lake, um, North Carolina, southern heat. So yeah, we were, it was scorching hot, but it was shaded throughout the hike. So that was fine. So we get back to the car and we're cooling down. It's like my car temperature reads 106 degrees or something. So it's like insanely hot for it, just like baking under the sun for the last couple hours. And then we start back and you know how there's uh, a lot of these national forests, national parks, they'll have a rocky or gravelly road for like the last little bit of it after you enter the actual park, right? So that, that's how this one was. And it was for about like maybe half a mile. And I have a, a 2005 Camry, so it's not exactly four-wheel drive. Not the best um, off-road vehicle, especially with it being 18 years old at this point. So we get in the car, we like cool down and turn on the AC. Um, you know, AC's blasting, windows are up, and I start, we start leaving. And it's about... 
uh, we get a couple minutes into the drive and I'm going pretty slowly and there's three Jeeps behind me. And I'm like, okay, like these guys want to go like really fast, I'm assuming, or at least much faster than I'm going because I'm going pretty slowly. And eventually, um, we're going pretty slowly, AC's turned up high, you know, the check engine light is still on. And I, like I'm going like three miles an hour, five miles an hour really slowly. And then all of a sudden, the car just stops. The battery dies, or at least that's what I thought. And on the dashboard, the car dashboard, I could see it was the the red battery thing had had come up. So I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is not the time or the place." We're like, we were just talking about how we were hungry and where we were gonna eat, deciding places and all that. Just getting signal on our phones again, and then this shit happens. So gotta think quickly. So. I pull over to the side, and two of the jeeps go by, and then I'm like, well, shit, I don't want to get stranded out here, I don't know what to do, so I get out of my car and uh, call down the, the third jeep that was passing by, it's like, hey, my car just died, my battery died, or, you know, something, and they're like, so then, then they pull over, so all three of them, they were in a group, they pull over, and one of them, the third of the three, um, comes over to my car, checks it out, and sees what was going on trying to diagnose it and so they had a uh the the reader like the check engine light um reader they can read what the um actual error is um because it could be a lot of different things so they checked it out i forget what it was but they checked it out and were like hey like what we'll do is you know we can't help you out here directly like Help get the car going, but what we can do is drop you off at this outpost, like gas station nearby, and you can try to figure out something from there. So you know we were an hour and a half away. It's like 95 degrees outside. Um, we're stranded. We're hungry, and this car is just sitting in the middle of this national park, national forest. We're like great. All right, what are we going to do here? So we end up going, getting a ride, hitching a ride with uh, those generous people. They dropped us off about a mile and a half away at the outpost. And then we're just sitting there. I'm um, trying to figure out what we're going to do. I'm like thinking about, okay, Allstate, um, roadside. It's like a Sunday, so it's going to be more expensive. And there's not that many places that they can tow it near to, or it's going to be really expensive. It's like a few hundred dollars. People have to get back. They probably have, they have other plans. Um, so I'm like, all right, what are we going to do? We were hungry. So we ended up getting pizza and random food from the gas station. <clears throat> and then, so, you know, like an hour, hour and a half passes by. Like our plan is for one of my friend's sister to come pick us up and then take us back to Charlotte. And then we go back home and I deal with my car tomorrow since I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. And then, uh, so about an hour, hour and a half goes by. So during this time there, one of my friends was talking to the gas station clerk. Um, he asked, like, hey, what's happening? Like, you guys are still here. Like, what's going on? So he explains the story. It's like, hey, our car's broken down, etc. So like, so we're about to, like, head out and to call the Uber, or not call the Uber. Um, uh, the friend's about 
uh, friend's sister is going to come pick us up. And then uh, this, the gas station clerk is like, hey, there's this guy who came in right now who's a mechanic. And he said, he, like, he shared this story about you. Or, like, I share this story to him. Let's, like, ask him if he can help and see what's up. So, like, we talked to this guy. I ended up finding his name was Gary. And we talked to him. Like, I explained the situation. He's like, all right, I'm going to get my truck um, with, like, a tow thing that can help maybe tow the car um, out of there. Because he said, if you leave it there overnight, which was my plan initially, if you leave it there overnight, someone's going to take it. So I'm like, okay, uh, well, let's let's do something. So, you know, it's been a couple hours. It's probably like 2.33 at this point. Um, and like, so then we're waiting for him to come back. He said he'd be back in like 15 minutes. So we're like, we're waiting, killing time, talking. Just like, I'm apologizing um, to everyone, but they're, you know, they're very sweet. My friends are pretty, um, very chill about it. So I appreciate that about them in that situation. And then, uh, like, 30 minutes goes by, 45 minutes goes by. I call Gary. He didn't pick up. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I also didn't want to be, like, overly annoying with him since he's graciously spending his time to help us out. Um, so I was kind of drawing that line between, is he going to help us out? But also, like, thank you. So an hour, eventually an hour 15 goes by, and he finally goes back. And I end up going with him. Uh, my three friends stay at the gas station outpost, and I go with Gary to my car. It's still there, thank God. And we, he looks up the issue. Like, he also has that engine reading thing. So he looks it up. He's like, all right, like, hey, here's the issue. I, I told him that I replaced the battery, like, just a month ago. So it's, like, pretty recent. So it's not, like, a battery issue. So, he, like, we figure out what the issue is. There's, like, a leak, um, I think, in one of the... Uh, um, uh, one of the hoses. I'm not the car person, so don't double check me on this. But yeah, so he's like, so we end up filling up the uh, coolant. Uh, so what he ended up saying was the coolant, there was no coolant in the reservoir. And it was like 95 degrees, 100 degrees, and full AC, there was no circulation, and we were going really slowly. That's when it's like the batteries, there's not enough coolant going. Uh, into the car um, so it just like basically overheated and we're like okay so then we end up filling all my water bottle that I brought with me up with it we ask a few other people who are driving by and seeing what's going on Gary and I ask them for their water bottles um, for what's going on and so we start we fill that up and we try the car and it turns on we're like okay thank god and he's like all right I'm gonna you drive and I'm gonna follow you uh, to that gas station. So I ended up driving over to that gas station. And he's like, all right, get some coolant. So there was some coolant at the gas station. Uh, we bought that, uh, filled it up. And he's like, all right, whatever you do, don't stop um, for your hour and a half drive back to Charlotte. Um, put your windows down. Don't turn the AC on because that's just going to make it more likely that car stops again. So ended up following his directions, got the coolant, filled it up, um, drove with the windows down. And it was quite a quite an experience. I, you know, thanked Gary um, profusely and uh, financially as well for helping us out, spending all that time with us. And we didn't get back until you know six seven p.m. 
And so what turned out, what initially was a afternoon, morning, late at morning, afternoon, early afternoon hike ended up becoming a whole day ordeal. Um, but I was so grateful for Gary helping us out. Good guy, Gary, as uh, he's known uh, in our friend group now. And so just sharing that story is a long story. But, you know, if you know me, I've had a lot of car issues in the past. And uh, this add this one to the list. Um, but, yeah, I mean, some lessons that stick with me today um, from the story are, you know, like, part of it is, like, unnecessary miles. Like, you know, for a few hundred dollars that I get from DoorDash and Uber Eats, I was putting all this mileage and wear and tear on my car, and for, like, for what, right? And so that was a day that I decided, okay, I'm not doing any more of this stuff, and it's not for me right now at this time in my life. It may work for other people, but I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going to be going more all in on my coaching and everything else that I'm doing. So I was like, all right, that was like the initial like high level takeaway. Also, like friends sticking by you. So like, I was apologizing and but also being cool about it. Um, but I really have great friends in that day. They were really acknowledging and understanding of the situation and made the best out of it. Um, and it was like the beauty of people being good. Like Gary didn't have to do that. It was a small thing of my friend sharing to the gas station clerk and the gas station clerk having the network, having the small town vibe of like knowing everyone there. It's like, oh, I know this mechanic and he's right here. That's like, oh, perfect, right? Like the stars just had to align for all that to happen for my car to still be there, honestly. Um, having DIY skills, I don't have any really at least car DIY skills. Um, so it was awesome to see that, okay, this person explaining the stuff to me, here's what to do, here's what not to do, here's what happened, um, and here's how I can fix it. So I'm like, perfect. Um, and it kind of like, you know, in a roundabout way, kind of worked out because one of the friends that I was with didn't want to go to an event with their parents, and so this was an excuse for them because they didn't get back until then. Um, it was also like, we also got to know each other a little bit better, right? I, I was good friends with, um, am good friends with one of one of them anyways. But the other couple of people, I've only started to get to know them. And so like spending the few hours with them stranded, it kind of bonded us. And so we'll always have this memory for good or for bad of having my car break down middle of this rocky road at Uwari National Forest on Jan uh, July 16th, 2023. And this experience we'll never forget. So hopefully that story was entertaining and a little bit of insight as well and lessons learned from my end. And I called you to remember and think back to the stories in every day that are going on in your mind and around you externally. What are the stories that are happening around you that you're not telling? And what are the stories that are implicit that you are telling yourself? So thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day, great week. And I will see you next time on the Size Eyes podcast and the 1% Growth series. Mm -hmm.